Welcome back. In breaking news this morning, Israel's invasion of Gaza is imminent as we go to air. The country's Prime Minister has visited troops who are amassed near the border with Palestine Territory. He's told them to brace for a long and intense war with Hamas. Meantime, the federal government has updated its travel advice for Lebanon to do not travel. It's described as a volatile security situation which is at risk of deteriorating further. Foreign Minister Penny Wong has also urged Australians currently in Lebanon to leave as clashes at Israel's northern border escalate. Joining me now is Jamil Kerr from the Lebanese Muslim Association. Good morning to you. Well, how concerning is it for... And we have a very strong relationship with Lebanon, a very big Lebanese community across Australia. How concerning is this upgraded travel advice? Good morning, Shervo. Um, well, we're already on a heightened state of alarm as it is with what's happening in Palestine. Now, to add to the community's misery and, and angst, we have the situation in Lebanon. I don't know if you're too familiar but with Lebanon at the moment. They're already going through economic crisis themselves. So there's limited capacity already for the, the 15,000 that are there to get out. So we're frantically trying to call uh, family and friends to get them to organise the uh, bookings out. But there's a limited capacity in the Beirut airport as it is. And give us an understanding, Jamil, because 15,000 Australians in Lebanon at the moment, that's the number. But is that residents? Is that also including tourists? And we know there are so many Australian Lebanese people with families still back in Lebanon. Yeah, um, the, I don't know the exact figures, but there'd easily be at least 10,000 of those would be uh, tourists going there to visit family. There are some, obviously, who are Australian citizens who live there permanently or semi-permanently, but that doesn't alleviate the concerns that we have here as a community. Um, our main concern is why government has been so silent. I mean, we haven't been t uh, reached out to government even now. The first person that contacted us was Channel 7, believe it or not. Um, we're still waiting for government to contact us to see if, how we can assist in any way in getting the message to those in Lebanon to get out. Well, just on that, uh, we know that Australia has set up repatriation flights uh, from Israel. Do they need them for Lebanon? Well, I mean, I, I, don't, to be, I don't want to be controversial in the morning, but it seems to be that we're, we're treated as second-class citizens in our own country. We're Australian citizens. Um, they have ex exactly the same right to, be, to seek Australian government assistance to get planes in and out of Lebanon as soon as possible. The situation's only going to get worse. So the Australian government has to act quickly to get as many as possible out of there. You can't rely on commercial networks in, in Lebanon because there's already limited capacity, as I said. There's not many airlines that go into Lebanon already. And to hope that there's 15,000 can get on uh, commercial aircraft within the next month is, is impossible. Well, now's your chance. What's your message to the government? My message to government is it needs to act quickly. Um, we're already uh, frustrated by what's happening in Palestine. We're just added, it's just adding to the frustration and the, the sense of isolation. I, I call on the Australian government to reach out immediately to all Lebanese citizens there, or Australian citizens in Lebanon, and to arrange repatriation flights immediately. I mean, the longer you wait, the situation is clearly not getting any better. It's going to get worse. Um, and the, that process of getting them back home has to start now. We can't wait till the situation gets beyond control. Jamel Kerr, thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us.